Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Andy Meyer is the men's and women's track and field and cross country head coach. Andy stopped by to visit with us this week. We get a season preview here on Mox on the Mic. Coach, you've been able to get the uh, the semester started and, and your squad is back on campus now. Tell us a, a little bit about what it has been like since you've been able to get your group back together. Um, it, it's been good. It's been really good. Uh, as compared to last year where we had all kinds of restrictions and whatnot, we're still practicing the guys and the girls separate. And within those uh, – uh, subgroup within those groups we've got other subgroups um but as a whole being able to start the season with um you know the 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 teams doing some workouts um maybe they're not on the track at the same time but pretty much close to the same time um not having meets ripped out from under us right from the start um and having to redirect and refocus kids uh not you know, everything seems a lot more stable this year, and that's great for preparation. Yeah, I would imagine that has to make things a little bit easier right now when you can center your focus on. And I want to start with with your your ladies squad first, because I know they're headed to, to Jacksonville, Alabama for the Foothills Invitational that's hosted by Jacksonville State. But it's, it's got to be easier to prepare, I would imagine, uh, when you're not having to look over your shoulder waiting for, you know, kind of, well, what's going to happen next, right? Oh, exactly. The, the kids can be a lot more folks, and they can be a lot um, – uh, Chris, they're, they're all in. You know, the, just like you said, they're not looking over their shoulder, well, this may happen. So, you know, they, they're not totally focused, and, and they're not totally – totally bought into the process or to what we're doing that week. Cause they're not sure if that's going to be the same next week and whatever. So um, yeah, it's just, just much, much easier to keep kids attention and keep them focused on each, each meet. So let's start first with the cross country schedule uh, on the women's side. Let's talk about that meet at, uh, at Jacksonville state. Tell us a little bit about the competition you expect to uh, encounter when you get there. Yeah, at Jacksonville State, they always put on a good meet. Um, we did that meet uh, in 2016 and went down there and uh, did real well. Um, it's fast course, flat course, uh, almost all grass, a little bit of gravel uh, road. Um, but it, it, the girls are doing a 4K, so it kind of warms them up into their season. Um, and, and I look forward to uh, a good performance being that early, we're not going to totally be prepared for that meet, but nobody else is. So it's kind of more of a gauge to see, okay, make sure everybody did their stuff over the summer and um, make sure everybody's moving in the right direction for the rest of the season. When it comes to surfaces, do you find, do certain runners prefer certain surfaces over others or when it comes to cross country, you just you just got to be okay with what you get. Oh, you absolutely, because uh, you hit the nail on the head. You got to be okay with what you get because so many courses 
Um, now in college, they do a much better job than high school. In high school, you may be on pavement, gravel, single track routes. Um, for the most part, we're pretty much on grass. But that being said, sometimes um, it's like they've put a uh, a bulldozer across that grass where it's really uneven. Um, and a lot of times it's nice, nice and smooth Louisville. Like the kids love that course. It's great footing. It's nice, and smooth. It's a hundred percent grass. Um, but you know, you've got to be prepared for anything. I would think too, when it comes to cross country and when it comes to designing a, a cross country track, that it almost has to be like, there, there's got to be some sort of a, uh, like a, a balance between, uh, you know, the, the, um, a manicured surf supposed to be cross country. So it's, it's manicured, but yet at the same time, you still got to make it challenging. Don't you? Again, uh, I think some courses that we've been on in the past, um, they're just, I, I don't know whether they're trying to really challenge the kids, um, but the kids don't like it. it it's like I said, it, there's just, way too many undulations it's very uh, the the footings um very uneven or you know you're running across the side of the hill um, and all that slows you down whereas if you get you know somewhere um uh, probably one of the best courses that we run it's uh tallahassee uh down there they have a really good course but that course used to be um an equestrian um, so it's long, it's, it, it's fairly flat. There's, there's a hill in it, but it's, it's not quite manicured, but it's certainly not uneven. They, they, they do a great job on that course. You guys head North Alabama on the 17th of September. And then you mentioned how much your, uh, your group loves to run in Louisville. They go to Louisville on Saturday, October the 2nd. Uh, tell us a little bit about the competition. We've already received a, a phone call from the race promoters called the Gold Race, which is um, uh, against all the uh, uh, national powers like Wisconsin, um, uh, uh, Northern Arizona, um, you know, in, in the Southern Tennessee. Um, we'll, there's just uh, Indiana, um, just just power five schools and they ask um if our guys if we would run in that race as well so our guys and girls are both going to be in the gold race this year um so they're excited about that to run against uh nationally ranked programs in the best across the best teams across country and so um you know it, it, it's an exceedingly fast course um a lot of times it's difficult for kids they may be running their personal best because that course is so fast, but they'll be in a hundredth place. And so it's kind of hard for kids, you know, when they're used to being in the front, all of a sudden, you know, they're running their, their, their legs off, but yet they're still in a hundredth place. Um, and so that's a little bit for the kids to deal with. But uh, again, the, the, the kids love it there. It's a great last 600 meters, kind of a slow, gradual downhill, wide open, a uh, great spectator friendly. A lot of the parents go to that course. So we're, we're looking forward to Louisville. How many will you travel from your women's team and your men's team? Uh, well, that's one of the things this year, as we get back to normal, we're not totally back to normal. Um, a, a lot of the meets, the pre-conference meet, uh, Louisville, um, the, the South region meet and the conference meet have all put limitations, 
um, anywhere from seven to nine kids. So they're trying to keep the field smaller. Um, and of course, JSU being a smaller meet anyway, and Tennessee Tech being a smaller meet, we can bring as many as we want. for another year as a graduate student and just, you know, not just the type athlete she is and to have her back in, in a part of things. Yeah, it's, it's great. We're look, really looking forward to her leadership, uh, especially in cross country. Ever since she's got here, she's been an all-conference performer. And I, I was just looking uh, over the roster, um, and, and we've only got four girls that have run the that uh, everybody else uh, is freshman or they didn't get to run it because of COVID last year. So, um, um, and, and we had a couple girls that graduate that ran for us last year. Um, but to have McKenzie's leadership and, and, you know, just the prep and the way she goes about the, uh, uh, the season, it's, it, it's a great example for our uh, uh, younger girls to follow. Well, you have got a huge group of underclassmen. I mean, this this is a squad that is made up primarily of freshmen and sophomore. Uh, can you talk a little bit about those two classes and and kind of who stood out to you so far? Yeah, um, we've uh, you know last year uh, uh, we had uh, maybe I, I think she would have probably been our second or third girl. Uh, at conference, but because of COVID uh, contact tracing, she didn't get to run uh, Emma Russman. So we're really looking for, she had a great track season. She did get to run track and she had a great track season. So we're look, really looking forward to her. Um, Ashton Haygood, again, the same situation, didn't get to do cross country, but came in a track and just uh, was all uh, uh, finished eighth overall in the, the mile indoor mile uh, at conference and helped us uh, in outdoor as well. Um, Emmy Davis, uh, again, was uh, another, uh, she's a local girl from Signal Mountain, didn't get to uh, participate in cross country because of contact tracing, but had a great uh, indoor track season. Um, uh, Faith Brown, um, she uh, did run for us, um, but was only, uh, was injured. She was able to navigate the, the COVID, but then she got injured, was only running 10 miles a week. Uh, um, and she's back, but she's healthy, um, looking great. She finished fourth in outdoor um, in the steeplechase for us. Um, so, you know, having the caliber of girls that, that, that came back and, I, um, you know, and maybe the, again, the best one, uh, uh, Leslie Green, she finished, she was an all-conference performer in the 10K. Um, She's back. Uh, we're, you know, really looking for her to take the big jump because she just had a phenomenal uh, uh, track season. Um, then we've got two transfers: uh, Justine Glass, who was a D three All American. She's a sixteen fifty six five um, uh, k girl. Um, she's certainly going to help us. She's going to be right there with um, McKenzie and Leslie and Emma right there at the front, um, and then Morgan. Uh, Alouette, she is a transfer uh, from Kentucky. Um, and so having her uh, come in and um, so far in the preseason stuff, she's looked really, really good. So, so we're excited 
Um, we, we feel like we've got nine really solid girls this year. Um, and again, um, and of all those, we're only going to lose two. All, all the rest will be back. Where's your strength on the women's side? I, I think we've got a, a, a good balance, but, you know, in cross country, um, uh, our distance girls, uh, Justine's more of a distance girl. Mackenzie's more of a distance girl. Leslie and Emma, uh, more of a distance girl. Um, that's really where our strength lies. The longer the race, the better those individuals are and, and the better they perform. Uh, let's switch gears over to the, uh, over to the men's side. I talked about the youth, uh, with the women's squad. You've only got one senior on the, uh, on the men's squad. Uh, it, it feels like, you know, you got to be optimistic about where these programs are headed in the future. Uh, we are. And again, on the guys side, uh, our, our senior, uh, Jonathan, uh, he uh, just about two weeks ago was named an academic All-American. Um, he since the moment he has stepped uh, on campus, he's been a leader, even as a, as a freshman, he was a leader. And again, he's going to have it because of COVID. He's still going to have another year. Um, so he's looking, uh, well, he's actually been accepted to graduate school for electrical engineering. So we're actually going to have him back. So we've got a, everybody's on schedule to come back again next year. Um, but yeah, uh, Jonathan, and he's just the last couple of years, just been outside being all conference and cross country. So we're expecting him. He PR in a 5k during track season. So we're expecting him, um, Ryan Phillips is a, a returner. Again, he didn't get to run conference because of COVID last year. And in one of our workouts just yesterday, he, he, he said an 8K PR already. So, um, you know, his, his, he's had a really good summer. Um, and, and then we've got uh, Keegan and uh, uh, Eric Mitchell. They are um, t- they're, they're sophomores, but athletically they're freshmen because they get the year over again. And, and joining them with um, uh, our true freshman Lane and Aaron and Emma, we're excited about those three. Um, Lane uh, is a, a 1540 5K, third rated uh, triathlete in the country. Um, Aaron's come in, and he's looked really, really good. Um, and of course, Eamon O'Brien, he, he's, his mom was the uh, ran here, as did the dad. Um, I ran with both of them. Uh, his mom was the first female to make all conference. Um, and his dad, uh, is a great runner. I spent my time here chasing him the, the whole time. Tommy was really good. Eamon's come in and, and, and he certainly, uh, did well, performed well. So, um, again, we're excited about the future, especially with these guys, um, you know, just like the women. Well, there's something about those legacy kids, isn't there? It doesn't matter, regardless of the sport. There's there's something about those kids that are that are following in others' footsteps, isn't there? Oh, there, there certainly is. And again, uh, you know, even just so far, I mean, he's been on campus now about two weeks. He's just done really well, Chris. Just just done really well. You recruit. Uh, tell me if I'm, I'm, I'm making a, an assumption here. I don't know that you and I have ever talked about this, but the majority of your kids are a Tennessee kids and most of them fall within two hours of, of Chattanooga. Most of them have a hometown within two hours of here. Uh, I'm guessing that's probably by design on your part. It, it is. Uh, 
Chris, I've always, um, you know, our, our local kids, um, we, we look locally. We like to keep our, our local talent local, local as much as we can. You know, every now and then get kids, they're just going, they're, they're going wherever. They're, they just want to go away. But for the most part, we try and, and, and start locally and then expand out from what we can. And there's a lot of local learning talent. Uh, and Chattanooga, as you, as you well know, everybody is a great outdoor town, great active lifestyle town. So that fosters in, in the kids and, you know, kids in Nashville, kids in Knoxville, Tri-Cities, wherever, um, the kids in North Georgia, you know, they love Chattanooga. They love the outdoor lifestyle. And, and so it's, you know, it's a big um, recruiting bonus for us to be able to keep our local kids local. So cross country in the fall, and then it's the, the track and field uh, season in the spring, right? That is correct. And uh, hopefully everything, you know, stays true. Um, we'll begin our uh, uh indoor season before the kids leave in December. Um, last year we had to wait clear to January because of the, the COVID situation, but hopefully everything's on, uh, on track and we, and we can start indoor before the kids leave um, for Christmas break. Coach, appreciate the time. Look forward to catching up with you again soon. All right, great. Thanks, Chris. Thanks to Coach Meyer and good luck to the Mox cross country athletes as they head into competition. If you're enjoying Mox on the Mic, make sure you subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, and we would certainly appreciate your five-star rating. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth. Until next time, so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.